global business news 24 hours a day at Bloomberg.com, the Radio Plus mobile app, and on your radio. This is a Bloomberg Business Flash. From Bloomberg World Headquarters, I'm Charlie Pellet. Records today for the Dow Jones Industrial Average and the S&P 500 Index. S&P 500 marking its longest winning streak in four months as speculation grows for looser global monetary policies, while a better-than-forecast profit report from J.P. Morgan Chase boosted optimism for bank earnings. S&P up 11 to 21.63. That is a gain of five-tenths of one percent. NASDAQ up 28, a gain of six-tenths of one percent. Dow Industrials up 134, a gain of seven-tenths of one percent. The 10-year down 18.30 seconds, yield 1.53 percent. Gold down 9.30 the ounce to 13.34, a drop there of seven-tenths of one percent. And crude oil, West Texas Intermediate Crude up 1.6 percent, up 74 cents, 45.49 for a barrel of WTI. I'm Charlie Pellet. That's a Bloomberg Business Flash. This is Taking Stock with Kathleen Hayes and Pim Fox on Bloomberg Radio. Airline stocks. Delta Airlines, for example, saying that it would seek to boost a key passenger revenue yardstick because they're going to rein in an expansion in seats that was set for later this year. That capacity would only increase about 1% in the fourth quarter. Investors like the news. The shares of Delta Airlines higher today by more than 3.5%. Here to tell us more about airline investing, Frank Holmes. He is the chief executive and the chief investment officer of U.S. Global Investors, joining us from San Antonio, Texas. Frank, always a pleasure. Tell us about jets. Tell us about U.S. Global Jets. That's the ET. And what the news, the news today from Delta means? Well, it's it's, it's good news because uh, all the negative uh, going into the Brexit, going into the quarter end, it was very negative on global growth, and we saw that uh, the airlines were sold down to such an extremely low level that companies like American Airlines, then were trading at uh, three times earnings. Three times, and uh, the, the industry itself uh, trades at over six times. And when you look at transports, they trade at eighteen. And so the negative sentiment seems to now get behind us. And uh, you're starting to see these stocks have big pops, especially after Deutsche Bank made a call that that uh, they believe that this is the bottom, and things will trade higher. All right. So this is what Deutsche Bank says. But what does Frank Holmes say? Because Delta said it's slowing the expansion of flights and seats because it uh, wants to deal with a potential slide in passenger revenue. Well, Delta's concern regarding particular Brexit, that uh, the flights, the British pound, that the volatility of the British pound has had a big impact. Uh, and so will the British come to America now uh, for holidays? Are they going to end up going to Europe? And that sort of travel is concerned. And, the, and so for going into the winter, they're going to cut that path route by 6%. However, they've got great growth in Asia. And there's a robust activity for all the, the big uh, three in particular, United, American, and Delta, in their um, Asian travel. So is it possible that the exchange-traded fund will add non-U.S. flag carriers? We do. You know, that's a good question. Um, it's dominated by four of them. That's Southwest, uh, Delta, American, uh, and United are about uh, 48% of the index, and that rebounds every quarter. And then we own other names uh, based on who has the highest cash flow return on invested capital and revenue per share, and that would be JetBlue, uh, it would be Hawaiian Air, etc. And then we have 20 uh, uh, foreign names at 1% each. 
age, and that's helped us mitigate these, this currency volatility. And that rebalances once a quarter, but it's all based on key metrics that value these stocks. So it's a smart beta or rules-based thought process. Well, I note, for example, that Qantas Airways is in the Jets ETF, as well as China Southern Airlines, uh, Air Canada, as well as uh, Air China and WestJet. Correct. And out of when you look at the whole global scene, those foreign holdings have the highest cash flow returns on invested capital on a relative basis and the highest, um, uh, the other the key factors that revenue uh, per seat mile. Revenue per seat mile. This is the uh, one of the industry standards. As far as uh, uh, input costs go to uh, airlines, it's got to be jet fuel prices, right? It's a key component. There's no doubt about it. And the other part is it moves with the stock market. It has a greater beta in the stock market. So if the stock market's up 1%, uh, this category is up 1.5%. Market's off 1%, it's down 1.5%. Uh, and I think the longer they go with showing these uh, inexpensive P.E. ratios and rising dividends, and the dividend increase last year was almost a 100% increase in dividends, uh, and, and they've been buying back their stock, uh, I think that they're going to go through that re-rating, and that's always been the biggest money in the capital markets, Pam, is that when People will pay going from $6 for that same dollars of earnings to $12, uh, or they turn around and get worried about the stock market, and they just pay a less P.E. ratio for that same dollar of earnings. Uh, the, uh, the airline industry as a whole is the least expensive out of the uh, approximately 100 industries that make up the S&P 500 stocks. Frank, I know you've been paying attention to the news out of Farnborough, the Farnborough Air Show, which has just concluded. Orders for Boeing and Airbus commercial aircraft uh, that came through from Farnborough were down about 40 percent compared to last year's Paris Air Show. Uh, is that of concern? No, I, I, I don't really think it's a concern. Um, that, uh, that I just don't feel that's a big concern. Why is that? Because uh, if they're not ordering aircraft, does that indicate that maybe there is a glut of aircraft on the market? No, there's no glut. That's a good question. Uh, in fact, Boeing is 10 years uh, backlog. Uh, and, and when you fly, you can still see that I still, because I'm a rep, I fly millions of miles. Uh, so a lot of these planes are not up to speed, and so there's a big upgrade that needs to take place. And uh, I think that some of that slowdown in those orders would be coming out of the Middle East and out of Latin America. Um, but the new orders coming out of the U.S., uh, they remain strong. And just finally, uh, Frank, uh, new efficient engines, whether it's the 321 Neo from Airbus or on the uh, 737 or even the new geared turbofan from UTX, uh, is that going to change the, the market profile of these companies? No, but I'm so impressed, Pim. You just really get into those great details uh, of these engines. And, uh, uh, you know, it, it is uh, fuel efficiencies everywhere. Uh, and I think it's a key component for upgrading uh, these airlines. So that's just going to be a good business model for both Boeing uh, and Airbus and the airlines. Thanks very much for spending time with us. It is Frank Holmes. He is the chief executive and the chief investment officer for U.S. Global Investors, joining us from San Antonio, Texas. Thanks for taking stock. I'm Pim Fox. This is Bloomberg. Coming up, Bloomberg Law, a clash between Alphabet, parent company of Google, and the European Union, and the European Union's new antitrust commissioner. That's all coming up next.